ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, you yeah. Morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Today on the radio show, sadly, no Dan Devine. Let's not uh, let's not cry because we lost him. Let's don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. There you go. That's what used to, what, what 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 Jeffrey said. Um, I did just out of nostalgia. Dan has a piece up about winners and losers of the uh, of the off season of the of the trade, all the trades and transactions in, in, the, in the summer. And so I, I went back and I read it last night in his voice. Correct. Um, and uh, so I, I was able, and you, you should, you, if you missed Dan Devine today, he'll rejoin us when the NBA season uh, begins again. But We still missed, support his work. We still support his work. And, if, and I would urge you you, 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 you know what he sounds like, just go and read the piece over at Yahoo in his voice. And, uh, it'll and be like he's just right be, there with you. It'll be like he's right there with you. So no Dan Devine today. Chris Harrington will join us in the person of Drew Hill straight up at 10 o'clock. Chris, evidently he's in New York yesterday. He sent me a photo from the West Village. And it is funny. It wasn't a village at all, really. It's, a, uh, it's the city. It's called saying, a village, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's it's pretty much as unlike a village as, as any place you could possibly imagine. A lot of concrete in that village. I imagine a village as being a little place with small homes and quaint, a, yes, quaint, and maybe a, a, an old fashioned drugstore downtown yeah. where you can get a milkshake and uh, maybe and, so, maybe somewhere there is like some grass. Yeah, and there, there's uh, anyway. But he 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 texted me a photo of Bernice Mountain Dog puppies uh, in the West Village in, in the. In the West Village. Uh, yeah, I think he said, what did it say? It said, your brethren, West Village. And it's two Bernice Mountain Dog puppies uh, looking adorable, as they do, uh, at the uh, at the West Village. And so, uh, anyway, he's on his, he hadn't made it to Montreal yet. I don't know what he's eating yet. We'll get a full report when he returns. But for now, Drew Hill uh, is really... To call him a stand-in, it doesn't doing yeoman's work. It, it, it doesn't do do Hill justice. Putting the team on his back, you know, he's uh, they 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 they're they're both stars in their own right. Mm-hmm. And um, I am curious as to whether Drew has power. Uh, but anyway, so we'll find out more about the adventures of Drew Hill when we last talked to him yesterday. He was standing in knee-deep water in Dixon, Tennessee, 
powerless at home. Uh, rental car had been abandoned by the side of the road, and uh, and he was trying to make his way back to Memphis. So we'll see where Drew is. Uh, so hopefully. Other than that, how was the play, Mr. Straight, up, straight up at ten mm-hmm. o'clock, and then it is Thursday, and uh, and even in a time of calamity, civic calamity and natural disasters. Righter than right, trivia must go on. And so what do we have for a prize today, Jeffrey? Jeff, we're going to let it be a choose your own adventure oh, today okay. in terms of your prize. By the way, that's always a mix. If someone says choose your own, like it's, it's it, sometimes it means it's like leftover day. You know? No, this it is. Can, or it can be uh, so, a series of great adventures. So I'm glad you, you bring that up yeah. because so here are the options. Okay. You can either have. Two tickets to go see Ed Sheeran in Nashville this weekend. Wow. Or two tickets Holy to go crap. see Three Where's Doors he, Down August 11th. I assume it's at Bridgestone. So here's the reason why I want it to be a choose-your-own-adventure, and it's not Leftovers Day. Yeah, that's that is not left. Ed Sheeran is not Leftovers. If Ed Sheeran were playing at FedEx Forum, I just give away just the give Ed Sheeran. Right. But you've got to be able to get to Nashville. Right, and I feel like if I'm giving you the tickets, I'm also giving you like a gas bill, a hotel one? bill. What's, what's the other one? The other one's Three Doors Down at Bank Plus Amphitheater in August. Well, why don't we – I don't want to tell you how to run, Jeff, but you of all people, mm-hmm. how to run right than the right trivia. But why don't we tell people they're – I mean, what are we going to do if you don't give away the Ed Sheeran tickets? I guess there's people to take them. Like, if, in other words, why don't you just say, hey, if you want to call in and play and try to win these tickets, be aware that it's in Nashville, and it'll be a self-limiting group of people. And then we could give the other ones away next week. Because, uh, oh, you know what I mean? Like That's fine. I'll let you run it. That was my only suggestion. But well, the, the problem is with This your, is not leftovers at all. The problem is with, in, in that scenario – in that scenario, like, I want to be able to have, like, we, we don't have li- unlimited prizes. Oh, I see. Right. Well, that's what I was trying to say. You could give this prize away the this The Sheeran week, ones today. And then the other one will have a, for another week, for sure. Whereas if they take the three doors down one Correct. today. Correct. Now we're just The burning. Sheeran one has already expired by next week. So that's my, that's the way I'm, th- it's just the way I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. Because I'm, you know, I, some people are playing checkers. Mm-hmm. You're playing four-dimensional I'm, chess. Yes, yeah, I'm playing four-dimensional chess. Yes. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, whatever we want to do, this could be a great prize for Red and Right Trivia. Uh, so Drew Hill uh, in the person of Chris Harrington and then writer, then write Trivia with a fabulous prize. Have you seen Ed Sheeran or Three Doors Now? I have seen neither live. Would you like to? I would see both bands live. Or I would see both live. Even though I'm not the world's biggest Ed Sheeran guy, I... Do kind of want to see what he seems the like a likable fellow to me. Well, there's I, I just there's a lot of hoopla around him, so I, I'm a big. Is believer. there a hoopla? He's Some a, people say he's cheesy though, right? Isn't that the the criticism of him? It would be he's a cheese ball. I think I think I, I'm impressed. Yeah, and I think can't like, name a single tune, but I could thinking I, out loud. I, I could probably hum it. Shape of you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, anyway, that's a those are those are great prizes. So that's what we're doing today. Um, before we go any further. Um, I do want to say yesterday we mentioned Sam Hardiman, who was on with us yesterday. I had written a story about the firefighter who had been killed in the line of duty fighting a fire. House collapsed on him, evidently, and they released uh, the name. His name is Jeffrey Norman, a veteran of the longtime veteran of the fire department. And in the midst of whatever anyone else is going through, uh, no power, all of that. Um, that is devastating, obviously. And uh, grateful for his service um, and uh, and thinking of him 
and saying a prayer for him and his family uh, uh, because that was um, I, I just didn't want uh, any of the show to go by without honoring him in some small way. Jeffrey Norman, um, who has served the city of Memphis um, long and well and now uh, has given the ultimate sacrifice. We do uh, continue. I was surprised on the way in that streetlights were still out. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I went through two different, in fact, the only two intersections I go to, I only go through, no, I go through three intersections on the way here. So, Quentin White Station, Willow and White Station. What's the other one? Well, the, what, 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 what's the one at the corner where the, where the Walgreens is? That one. That's Quentin White Station. Okay, that was out. Yeah. And then there's the one here. Willow and White Station. Okay, that one is out. There is one close to me. Oh, like Yorkshire. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I didn't even notice if that one, I I did, but I noticed the other two had lots of traffic and they were both out. Um, I guess that just means lots of people. What's the, what are, what are the numbers? Let's check the MLG and W map. I will tell you, it really is when you get your power back, it is such a magnificent feeling and you immediately, Join the us versus that. Like it, we are split into two worlds now. Those people with power and those people without power. And and I've been on both sides. Yesterday I was without power, and uh, and my power came back uh, early afternoon, and I it was glorious. And then an hour later, hear a transformer blow, and it goes out again. Mm. It's the double. That's worse, right? Uh, well, because you got teased. Um, I guess, but I was told. Claire's theory was that's an easy fix. Is that true? If a, you, well, is that an easy it, fix? She is correct in the sense of that's an easy fix, but when there's not 36,000 people still without. You know what I mean? Like if a transformer Well, that blows, was my concern. My other concern is, is then when I called to report that, they still had me out from the other one and they wouldn't take mm. this one. They just gave me an update on the other one. And so I'm like, how will they even know about this one? It is weird in some ways, life was better when you could talk to people. Right. I get that you can't talk to 80,000 people Correct. who are calling, right? You can't do that. You need an automated service. Um, but anyway, so, and then uh, and maybe two hours later, it came back on again. So I am with power, and my God, it is glorious. You, I don't mean to rub it in, I mm. gather you are still without power? We are still without power, however... Ooh. And yesterday it didn't look like that because I was one of 33 yeah. in my little cluster without, and you were one of 1,000 Yeah, it was like 1,100-something 1, along those uh, so lines. So what's happening? So they, were, they did the tree work yesterday, and when we stopped by the house this morning and there was a, there was a crew on site, so I'm hopeful. Okay. I'm optimistic. How are you all holding up? Uh, again, like I've, yes, it sucks to be without your power. Like, it does. I'm still able to go to my parents' house. Like we we have an option. Well, and that's the thing. There are it, it I talked to I talked to I have a column coming up about this. Uh it's gonna go up in just a little bit. I talked to um a guy in, in Bartlett who lost his power that Sunday of Father's Day. Yeah, the right? ju- the June storm, yeah. And they didn't get their power back in this little cluster of 46 houses in Bartlett. They didn't get their, their power back from that storm till Saturday. Okay, so till almost the, like a full week. Almost a week later. Between that Saturday and this past Friday night, 
they lost power an additional nine times. The longest time that they had power in that stretch was 27 hours. They would just keep losing power. They just would have it for a few hours, and then it would be gone again. And then they'd have it, and then it would be gone again. For a period of 13 days, they lost power nine times in 13 days. And so the families in this neighborhood in Bartlett, they would shop just for that night's dinner. Like they would they at I this mean, point they were like, we are you not, only have a twenty-seven consecutive hour, like that's probably right, what you have to do. Right. We are we are not buying anything. We're just gonna buy it's like you're like you're in France where you go down to the little village. It's you like, shop for the a, day, yes. And you shop for yes. the day. Mm-hmm. And they they were like driving little people market, freaking yeah. insane. And the guy said it takes an act of Congress to get anyone on the phone there, right? To Sure. They did finally fix it. That had to uh, Nine times in something else had days to be going on, right? After go- being, well, they just didn't properly diagnose it. They didn't properly diagnose <laughs> clearly what was going on. Um, so then they got the power back, and then along comes what night was it? Monday night, Tuesday night? What night did we? Uh, I'm, I'm losing so track. Says, Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday yeah. night. So then along becomes Tuesday night, and bam, they lose power again. Now this time they got it back quickly, and they believe like this time was a real storm that knocked them out. Yeah, and so they're like. Rather than normally, patching it, it was up, just a like, little. It was yeah. a little bit of before. It was some, a little uh, gust of wind or some little bit of rain or whatever, and they'd lose power. Here, it took an actual storm, and they're confident. Last I talked to them, that they have their power back. But I heard other stories. Like there, <laughs> I have a friend named Creedon. Awesome she is staying. Lost power. She is staying in. Then they booked a hotel. The hotel lost power. <laughs> and that uh, was a hotel that have dogs because they have two dogs. And then they Are got hotels a, at least supposed to have generators. Then they got an Airbnb. No, there's lots of hotels that don't have power. And like that's why John's family was staying in Mississippi because the only hotel they could find Fine was in Mississippi. Miss- yeah. And then all these hotels are booked. So um so the, this um so then then they booked an Airbnb. The Airbnb only has one night because the owner needs it because he's lost power, right? And so he'd let That's them have it last when night. You use, when you're using but here's your rentals. The thing. Here's, a, here's a tough one. They had an appointment to get their dog neutered, Bailey, neutered yesterday. Do you cancel it or do you take your neutered, freshly neutered dog with his cone and leaking everywhere to the Airbnb with the cleaning fee and all of that stuff? I will say this. When you have the neutered dog, like that first day. They're out of it? They're they're just like, they're they're like just. They do nothing. Like they did not cancel. Like, so yeah. they're, they're, there they are with two dogs, one of them freshly neutered yeah. in an Airbnb. Now, all of these people, by the way, also heard, uh, I got a note from, uh, uh, saw on Facebook, a friend named D- Gary Daly is having, he's about to have spinal surgery, I think is what he said. And he didn't have power and he needed, he has a, like a, a spinal block or something. He needed power to like run his medical equipment, keep it like, and you know who came to the rescue for for Gary Daly? Ron Childers. Ron Childers showed up with a generator, like Superman. Um, and so there are like lots of stories about kind of kindness out there too. Um, lots of people pitching in and helping their neighbor and taking in friends who are without power or friends' dogs who are without power or doing all kinds of things. And then of course, um, as you as you point out. You have a place to go. There are lots of people here who do not have a place to go. And a lot of people in the city who, for whom losing a freezer of meat 
or a f- whatever is an absolute financial calamity. I talked to another guy. His power went out just as he was driving back from a trip to Costco where he had loaded up with, well, that's a tough one, you know, literally pulls into the driveway with his $300 because you can't go to Costco without spending, like, everything, you know, you're getting large amounts of everything, and, uh, and the garage door won't open. He said, this is weird. Why isn't the garage door opening? Because he had no power. And so then you've got all this Costco stuff you've got to figure out what to do. But, again, there are people for whom this is a what well, What is a the real play calamity. there? Do you go get a, a giant cooler and throw ice in there? Like I went. I made a mistake first day. It's, being, it's very a, different I, than when it's in the freezer. You know what I mean? Like if you've just still got no, it but in the I car. think you can put it in it. Yeah, I think I went. I made a little bit of a mistake. The first day I was driving home after the power had been out, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pull into this convenience store and buy some ice before. You don't need ice the first day because the first day the thing's cool. And so, But I did. I, I stocked my cooler with ice, and actually here we are however many days later. It's still pretty – it's per, still pretty icy. Still in that sporty. Cooler. Still pretty icy. And I got I got four bags of ice. Um, anyway, whatever you are, however you are dealing with it, um, do we have a scorecard? What's the MLG and W? Can you look right now and see how many how many homes are without are without power? Uh, so I just hit refresh, Jeff. We have uh, eleven hundred forty eight. So one thousand one hundred forty eight outages. Oh, I was thinking, God, only eleven only eleven hundred people home people without power. That would be great. Uh, that affects 34,730 customers. But, Jeff, 91.75% customers with power. I'm happy to be part of the 91%. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm so happy. I don't like seeing other part people of be the, happy. 90, what, I think they've chipped away at uh, With all due respect, I know they get a lot of grief. But haven't they chipped away at this pretty well, it feels like? I, even from sitting where you're sitting, it was started at 140,000. We're down to 30,000. It depends if you ask me or you ask my wife. <laughs> I would tend to agree with you. Uh, it seems to me like that's – and plus you've already been doing it for like a, three months straight. You've been restoring power. I do think the issue – like to me what seemed to be – because I was talking about this with Mark and one of my buddies last night separately. Does Mark have power? Mark has power. Mark. The only time Mark has lost power since moving or whatever, moving to that house that he has now uh-huh. was over the 4th of July and they were out of town. Like that's about – you know, he's he's been – Is he formerly in Collierville now? No, he's German. He's in Germantown. Yeah, he's in Germantown. Um, it's if it's not this storm that I think has no, no, has it's exhausted not. It's, people. It's the it's the Groundhog Day element of it. it There's no question. Most people understood. You could have deal with a storm. Oh, look, boom, yeah, right. But it's the problem is we just did this. Well, and it's also like what we're talking about with the gentleman and his family in Bartlett. It's when the power just goes out when the wind blows. That's what really frustrates people. It's most people can understand this is somewhat of an act of God, but it's not this event. It's the no, piling up. It's, it's a up. cumulative event. Yes. It's, it, is, it is the, I don't know if you've ever heard this expression, a straw that broke the camel's yes. back. Mm. Did think you just about, think th- of that? Think about, yeah, I did. It's brilliant. Think about the image. Because, you know, in the end, the camel can carry all this stuff. But in the mm. end, there is that last little bit. It's maybe just a straw. And you put it on there, and that is what does it. You can, any of you people out there can use that uh, if you want to use it. All right, that's it for, uh, well, we'll see if Drew has power when he comes in here at 10 o'clock. But we hope that if you are part of the only 8% now of Memphis without power, we hope that it comes uh, popping back Can I put soon. that on a bumper sticker? I am the 8%? <laughs> I am the 8%. So, 
In the world of sports, let's see. Uh, it is SEC Media Days uh, still today, wrapping up uh, with two local favorites, Ole Miss and Tennessee, along with South Carolina, uh, will be making their appearance. Probably already have, right? I think I think Lane's on at 10, 10.05, something like that, um, is Ole Miss. Uh, do you expect any kind of uh, news to emerge uh, from SEC Media Days today? I say no because really we haven't – like if we had any real news – No, there's been no news. <laughs> so why would day four no, there's been suddenly no change? No, there's there's absolutely been no news. And, uh, and so no. Um, there was an interesting story. You know, I've, we've talked about the NIL and how, um, how asking for Congress to, um, step in, to step in seems futile. Like in the end, they got other fish to fry. There was a story about three senators, Cory Booker, Jerry Moran, and Richard Blumenthal, um, who, uh, have, have have authored a piece of legislation that would, and I gather there are other pieces kicking around. Now, the interesting thing is this story about over at ESPN about this legislation, none of it, like, none of it caps pay because you can't cap pay. Right. The courts have already said you can't do that, right? So none of it caps pay. It all just does other stuff. And mind you, this is, you know, Cory Booker's a Democrat, right? So mm-hmm. it just does more stuff for the athletes, which I, I don't mind. But among other things, establishes a medical trust fund for sports-related injuries. Uh, athletic departments that generate at least $20 million annually would be required to cover out-of-pocket medical expenses, blah, 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 for two years after they finish playing, et cetera. Draft eligibility. Do you like this one? All college athletes can enter drafts for professional leagues without losing their NCAA <clears throat> eligibility if they decide to return to school within seven days of the draft ending. I got no problems with that one. Of course, lots of people will then enter the draft, but you know what? Like hockey does it. Hockey, you can get drafted and keep playing. Well, baseball, you can too. Yeah, and baseball, you can too. Yeah. So I got, I, that to me makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you. So I like that one. Uh, scholarship guarantees. College would have to guarantee athletes could keep their scholarships until they finish their ad and undergraduate degrees as long as they remain in good academic standing and do not transfer. How do you feel about that one? All of this, like none of this, here's the truth. Greg Sankey wouldn't be enthusiastic about this. All this stuff does is it doesn't help him. How do I stop Texas A&M from going crazy here? You know, it's all, uh, and then it's transparency. Schools would be required to report annually on their athletes' revenue and expenses, how much money their coaches make, how much time athletes spend on their sports, academic outcomes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and the average value and total number of endorsements contract uh, uh, contracts athletes sign, et cetera, for transparency. And then education um, required to provide athletes with at least 15 hours per year of financial literacy and life skills training, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's nothing to address the stuff that, that Sankey wants addressed. Which Correct. I think is, it just layers on additional, which, again, I don't mind. I, well, a lot I think of all those things, things seem reasonable. Yeah. But uh, I quote Ross Salinger, who wrote the story. A friendly reminder. In the four years of the NCAA urging Congress to pass NIL legislation, uh-huh. more than a dozen bills have been proposed and eight hearings have been held. <laughs> the number of bills to even uh, advance past the initial That's step it. of the legislative process, zero. <sighs> That's exactly it. Although it does seem like this one has more hype. Eh, yeah, fine. 
Uh, yeah, but you're right. I, 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 it doesn't seem like they're coming to the rescue anytime soon. Anyway, Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Tennessee, if anything is said that is of great moment, we will, of course, um, let you know. The other story, by the way, in, in college football that's interesting is Northwestern's getting sued by everybody now. <laughs> um, like Northwestern's getting sued by Pat Fitzgerald, Patrick Gerald, Patrick Gerald. Sorry, um, my my enemies my to the north, coach, enemies, right, to enemies to the south, south. enemies and uh, sued by him for breach of contract, right, for firing him. But then, in addition, now they've got a class action suit or whatever, a serious suit from athletes who were hazed, mm-hmm. not just in football and in other sports. And no one here particularly cares about Northwestern. Go Cats! I do wonder if this will open the door, once athletes see what is happening at Northwestern, people are trying to, other athletes, you know, mm-hmm. athletes who are done with their college career are now saying I was mistreated and I'm not saying they weren't and I'm going to cash, I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my uh, payment for being mistreated. Mm-hmm. You don't think hazing's gone on anywhere else? Well, and is this going to be a new cottage industry? Are all of a sudden, like, if you were at Penn oh, State or at Ohio State or at oh, Oregon State or they, at wherever, like, because well, to me, it's not even it's not even necessarily athletes, uh, lawyers. Oh no, yes, they're, they're exactly right. You're, and they will find their athletes. Bingo. Lawyers will drum up their athletes. It's like the tobacco settlement. And um, again, there was real harm done by tobacco, sure. and I'm sure there's real hazing done. But a lot of it is driven by yes, 100 percent, and. I think that'll start happening. So if I were running an athletic department, and by God, I should be. Mm-hmm. If I were running an athletic department, I would make sure we're it not. It seems hazing. like you might be available to run Northwestern. I, I would make sure. I need to make sure I know the name of the football coach. I'd make sure that I, a former football coach, I would make sure that we are not hazing. I, I mean, I, I would. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess though the question is like, I don't know. Like, how do you go about? I mean, I guess I think I think coaches know. I think coaches know, and I think, or they're certainly in a position to know. And I would go to my freaking coaches, and, and I would say, "Listen, we cannot have this." Yeah, I, I just say we cannot have this. Like, if you sense this is happening, put an end to it, because we're going to get our ass sued. Like, forget that it's immoral and 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 brutal and criminal and all of that. Don't really forget that. That does matter. Um, but we're going to get our ass sued, well, I mean, to and, me it's, we, and you're going to get your ass sued, and we're going to get, fi- and everyone's going to get fired if this s is happening here. You have to, if you've been looking away, generally aware, but not purposefully not aware, you have to stop it now. And your program, by the way, won't suffer. You'll still win as many games as you would have otherwise, and you'll still lose as many games as you would have, and there'll still be the band of brothers or sisters or whatever else that there would have been without making people get naked and bark like dogs and run through the locker room wearing jackstraps or whatever, right? That's probably right. I mean, I guess, like, when you think about it, though, it's like, you know, for tur- the Greek system went through this, I feel like, 15 years ago. Do you think it's changed, by the way, in the Greek system? Do you think yes, the Greek definitely. System is now, much is, less, do I think it's like there's still stuff? Absolute zero, no. But I, there, I think 100 percent, much less heinous. Yes, 100 <sighs> percent. All right, and to um, me, it seems like people still go to the Greek system. Um, uh, and of course, uh, save the best for last, Jeffrey. Uh, the Open Championship mm. is underway, and uh, because it's it's over there, uh, we're a little further along than coffee we would golf. Be a, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. How are things proceeding, uh, Jeff? 
we have got a developing story oh, good. at the Open Championship. Not quite hometown boy, but close to hometown boy. Tommy Fleetwood mm. is tied for the lead at five under. Also, Christo Lamprecht of South Africa. He's a giant. He is six foot eight. Georgia Tech product. I heard him speak this morning. He's not even morning. just a product. He's still a product. Like he's yeah, he's still, still there. on the team. Yeah, he was on the national. Na- yeah, he's a yeah. He is an amateur. He also shot. Uh, he also shot sixty six. It is at five under. They are the leaders by two over Stuart Sink, who uh, famously, another Georgia Tech lad. Another Georgia Tech lad who also famously broke. Uh, his, Doesn't he play on the senior circuit now? Yeah, he's an open champion. Remember, he beat uh, yeah he beat Tom Watson in '09. Uh, at Turnberry, and also Jeff, U.S. Open champion Wyndham Clark at three under as well. Jordan Spieth shot two under. He is three off the lead. Uh, How's your man Rory doing? Rory is ju- has just teed off. He parred the first hole, drove his second ball completely off the planet. However, he was able to get a very friendly drop right apparently where the spectators were walking and just hit a nice shot into two. He's even par through one. What do you think of the course? Uh, of course, I, I, looks pretty good. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of pot bunkers. I'm a big fan of pot bunkers. I'm also a big fan of when kind of things don't go their way and they right. can control less. Uh, wind's blowing a little bit, which is nice to see. We haven't really seen that a lot at the at the uh, British Open recently. Hope so they don't lose power. I I hope they don't lose power. Right. I I suspect probably they they're good at wins. I think over that there. they're. I think a, they're probably resilient. a little more. You think they're a little more resilient? And, I think they're a little more prepared. Is how yeah. I would say it. All right. Uh, today on the show, once again, uh, Chris Harrington will join us in the person of Drew Hill, straight up at 10 o'clock. And then we've got fabulous, fabulous prizes for Writer Than Write Trivia, uh, including possibly, uh, if you're up to it, traveling to Nashville this weekend to see Ed Sheeran. So uh, we've got a big show today. Um, I will tell you, I don't talk enough about brunch at Bounty on Broad. I talk about a lot of things. I talk about the fried oysters. Talk about the fact that it is unapologetically gluten-free. Wine Down Wednesday. Talk about Wine Down Wednesday, half-price bottles and glasses of wine. Talk about the just the, the fun vibe, beautiful restaurant, fun vibe. Don't talk enough about brunch, but brunch, it's it's a Thursday, and so you can start thinking about brunch. By then, Jeffrey will have his power back. You could sell, celebrate with some pork belly Benedict uh, or a fried oyster omelet or the Atlantic Salmon Oscar. It's got pan-seared salmon, lump crab. Anytime you get the words lump crab, you know that's a good dish. And hollandaise, by the way. In the same sentence, lump crab and hollandaise. Uh, Of course, you can also uh, start with a Bounty Bloody Mary. After this week, you probably deserve one. It is Bounty on Broad. Fabulous restaurant right there on Broad Avenue. 410-8131-410-8131-2519 Broad Avenue. Back in a moment, it is Jeff Gawkins show on a Thursday, 92.9 FM at ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm P.J. Glasser with Beck Cooper. South Carolina faces off with UNC in week one of the college football season. 
Current over-under is sitting at 16.5, and I think the over is the way to go. UNC is one of the worst defenses in the ACC, but one of the best offenses led by their stud quarterback, Drake Met. South Carolina hopes to ride the momentum their offense found towards the end of last year with their quarterback, Spencer Rattler. This game is all the makings of a shootout. Take over 60 and a half. I'm PJ Glasser helping you beat the books. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I'm looking for fuel injector cleaner. Right now, buy a bottle of Chevron Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner and get one free, only at AutoZone. Will it also help with my mileage? Get everything you need to restore your performance in MPGs. Wait, is it good for trucks too? Whatever vehicle you have, you can find the right products and parts at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. We asked Rodney and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's been about four years ago since we we went. Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot. Oh, we're going to have so much fun in here. (laughs) And what do they think of Southland now? Loved it. I love the facility, the bright colors, the clean rooms. We've already invited people to come back. The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. 
Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee, and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people-building business. Service Master by Cornerstone. 901 Response. Hey, Mid-South, the Mitsubishi Summer Sales Event has never been hotter than right now at Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike. How about 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander? Seven seats, 27 MPG combined, we Gossett at $449 a month. Or get ready to take your pick from 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander or 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV, 420 total range, 64 combined MPG each. Get ready to ride for just $499 a month at Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike, and you'll all Always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motor Cars. Voice and success mileage, Outlander PZ012158, MSRP 34555, Outlander SE PZ041164, MSRP 35585, PHEV PZ040302, 24 months, 12,000 miles per year, MSRP 48230. Includes all rebates and incentives, PF695, excludes tax island license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details, offer valid through end of the month. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at RedRiverFordToyota.com. MVP's bonus days are back at Lowe's. Find special savings on top brands like DeWalt. Right now, save $60 when you buy a DeWalt impact driver or drill for just $99 each. Plus, MVP's Pro Rewards members will earn three times the bonus points when shopping the Pro Zone. Shop in-store and online today. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. DeWalt offer valid 717 through 82. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts of any. Valid through 728. Subject to change. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 
Baseball is in full swing. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to local coverage for the team you love. Live stream your favorite sports radio station or jump back and listen to the best segments on demand. Don't forget we talk to the manager every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Don't listen to some guy from the other side of the country tell you about your team. Live conversations for your local team. No matter where you are, your season, your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I just got a call from Paul over at O'Call. Breaking news, Jeffrey. Semi-annual sale is going on, of course. You know that. But this weekend, this, is, this may be hotter than the weather. This weekend, which starts today, house. which starts today, by the way, knit shirts, spring and summer knit shirts, buy one, get one free. That's... That's something else. But again, this weekend, starting today, while they last, spring and summer knit shirts, polos, basically, including Peter Millar. Including Peter Millar. Buy one, get one free. That's right. It's so-called the semi-annual sale. Is continuing, but you're not going to beat that. Buy one, get one free, including Peter Millar. Spring and summer knit shirts. All right, Jeffrey, uh, let's play a quick game of Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Calkins Show. Lane Kiffin is lighting it up there at SEC Media Days. Believe it or not. If we're grading on the curve, <laughs> I think so. I think lighting it up is a little yeah, bit. I mean, By the way, I don't mean to be used lighting it up insensitively too soon for all you people. 8% without power. It was, it, that was very insensitive. I didn't, yes. I didn't mean to trigger anybody. Yes. I know this is a safe space mm-hmm. for you all here on this show. Uh, he's not. Li- what did he say? What has he said that's interesting? Uh, so far, he has had comments on pay for play. Uh, he, as Drew pointed out, uh, Right off the bat, someone asked him a Tennessee question, and he dropped the line. That didn't take long. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. He is also, I think my favorite line of the day so far from him is, quote, people are pre-portal, as in, like, pre-gaming the party. Like, everyone is just pre-portaling. Like, you're dabbling in the portal before All you the time. before you go into the portal officially. Why wouldn't you? Like, I, I mean, I, th- I think this is true. If you are a college football player, you're focused obviously on your training and on your workouts and on I think getting I'd ready for the college basketball player too. And college basketball, college athlete. Yeah. Um, but you'd immediately, all the time, like if you're if you're a high school senior, what are you thinking about? You're thinking about where you're going to be next year, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it like if you're thinking about what where am I yeah. gonna, what what am I going to be doing next year, yeah. right? You, it's not too early a year later to be thinking about what you're going to be doing next, and. So if you are a college athlete, particularly if things aren't going well, but just generally, you're like, 
you keep your options open at all times, right? Yes. I, I mean, if this is the system in place, that is the best way to maximize it. And do you think coaches are reaching out at all times? Oh, no, Jeff, never. <laughs> Come on. No, but like now, like, do you think, let's take the University of Memphis. Do you think there are coaches outside the University of Memphis who are right now in communication with athletes at the, in the on the football team at the University of Memphis, because I want to get the timing right. You know, everyone's, at this point, we are kind of focused on, like, the season that's to come. Most of this is done, it feels like, for the year, right? So are there coaches that are in communication with the University of Memphis athletes about how they'd fit at, at their school? This is an interesting question. At this time in the calendar, I would imagine it's at a low point. Do I think it's probably absolute zero? No, because... But yes, I would I would suspect that, that it's not really a threat at this point on the calendar. I do think during the season that's when it really heats up, especially like when players start performing well. I think I think that's kind of when you start to pre-portal. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I think lighting it up is a little. Well, it's it's like being in a contract year every year. Yeah, you are uh, you are excited for Barbenheimer. Believe it or not. Okay, so I'm. Barbenheimer is today, right? Today it starts. Today is the official start of Barbenheimer, and that is, of course, we have the release of the Barbie movie. Correct. And we have the release of the Oppenheimer movie, both supposed to be really good. Both movies getting <clears throat> getting really good reviews. Now, mind you, these aren't, this isn't, this isn't the Star Wars blockbuster, right? Sure. Like it's in terms of like numbers that it'll put up. But they're both supposed to be, honestly, if for different reasons, obviously, it's Barbie and it's Robert Ottenheimer. And it's, it's, and it's Christopher Nolan, another Christopher Nolan. And it's Nolan. Christopher Nolan yeah. and it's... Uh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, people love them both. Yes. Right? They're, yes, they're both considered like well, two, two of the among best. The be- two yes. among the best. That's why. Um, uh, and so they're both significant movies, it feels. Significant, I'll even say it, films, Jeffrey. Mm. Significant films. Will you see... Either or both. I will see both. I am not like Connor. Connor Dunning is planning on doing a double feature day on Saturday. I heard. So Connor's he going to go. Disappointed that his wife was going without him, though. He was. He felt he, the word. He the phrase that so he used she was wait. stabbed in the back. Yeah, she couldn't. No, it's not because she couldn't wait. She wanted to go with her friends. Well, like they had. They like did like a group. Like they were going to do like a group thing where they go to brunch. Then go see Barbie. Then they were going to take a nap and then go see Oppenheimer. As a couple? Well, I think it was, well, like, it was, it was like a now. group. Oh, yeah. that group. And so maybe that's maybe Catherine ends up. Uh, maybe Catherine's like, I can't. I can't wait for Barbie. Um, I will see both, but I'm not going to do like the double feature weekend. But you will see both. Correct. Will, will you see Aaliyah really wants will to you see, see them both with Aaliyah? And which does she really want to see? So Aaliyah really wants to see Barbie. She wants to see Oppenheimer, but she has been told that it's very dark and that she's she has told me to go and check it out first because I have no problem seeing movies multiple times. Um, oh, you don't? No. Particularly uh, if it's a great theater experience. I mean, will- I saw The Dark Knight like seven times the first week it came out. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I have no problem doing it. I have no problem doing the... The going multiple times. Um, all right. Um, being a serial killer is appropriate grounds for divorce. Believe it or not. 
so your spouse is a serial killer or <laughs> no yeah yeah if your spouse is a serial killer that is a uh, that is an appropriate grounds for divorce yeah I'm gonna say that's probably probably falls in line with with uh, yeah I think that I, again I don't I, okay wait a second being a suspected charged but not convicted serial killer as having that person as a, is also grounds for divorce. Yeah, I, I still think it is because let's say in the event that said person was indeed innocent of serial killer claims, the fact that the fact that this person was enough of a suspect to get charged with being a serial killer, really? you'd throw him over just on suspect. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I would. I, I bring this up because Rex Hurman. That's his name, I believe. Is this the Long Island? What, like what Long was it? Island, the, the Galico? What did yeah, you say it was? Whatever, something. Yeah, the uh, something beach, Gill something beach. Uh, uh, he was arrested last week uh, for being a serial killer, charged with allegedly, charged with, charged with being a silver. His wife has filed for divorce. Um, the hits keep on. And coming. by the way, uncontested, mm-hmm. uncontested, uncontested divorce. Um, your fundamental reaction. To the stories of Carly Russell and Travis King. Empathy. Believe it or not. So was this the car chase that so, happened yeah, yesterday? So, yeah. You're gonna no, 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 no. These are these are both. And I, I let's be honest. Carly Russell. That story I know because of John Martin. He he talked to me about it. So off this the is air. the Hoover. This is the Hoover. Yeah. Okay. And Travis King is the guy who 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 ran evidently is the service U.S. service person who ran into South Korea, who walked into South Korea and has been arrested by South Korea. Okay. But there are some similarities in these two stories. And it is like the stories are so wild that it's, I'll be honest, my my main reaction isn't empathy. My main reaction is is one is, is reading, my instant surface reaction is reading the details of this stuff because it's freaking crazy. Like Carly Russell, this is the woman who said that she followed a, she saw a toddler walking along the highway in Birmingham and then, uh, and then she disappeared and there was this thought that she had been abducted. In fact, she had claimed she had been abducted, that as she was following the toddler, which was used as bait along the highway, that she was scooped up by a man with orange hair and she was carried away and she was, uh, the next morning, there was a woman with the man too, and they gave her cheese crackers, and it's an elaborate story of abduction, right? Well, the uh, Hoover chief of police did a press conference. Some of the I, I, see if this would cause you to count, ca- cast doubt on her story. All right. Recent search on her cell phone included how to take money from a register without being caught, and a search for the movie Taken. Okay, I'd have I'd have a couple of follow-ups. Yes, I would say that my spidey sense uh, would be would uh, be on. As the police chief said, it's high, highly unusual the day someone is kidnapped that they Google the movie taken mm-hmm. about an abduction. I find it very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't even find it strange. I find it connected. <laughs> Do you see? And that's why I'm. But then I mm. feel like she's obviously mentally ill. She's disturbed. By, by the way. If, just so I know, if I ever want to do something like this, if I Google uh, how to how to how to dis- how to be how to get away with murder, how to get away with mm-hmm. if I Google how to get away with murder, okay, and then it comes up that I have in fact murdered someone, mm-hmm. right, or but then I'm charged with uh-huh. murder. 
If I just erase my search, will that do it, or do I need to? No, I, there will still be traces. I got to somehow deeper dive than that. You, I can't. Go, I can't well, there is no eraser. There well, is no way. You've got to go to like a public computer. I can't use my own. There's Correct. no way to erase. That's what I'm saying. Is there's no way to erase that. Because yeah. I, she may well have thought that she erased the search. Sure, <laughs> but she did. But not. there's always traces. Yeah, that's clearly a hoax. And and then the truth of the matter is, you really should go to a place of empathy, because she's you know. Now, she stirred up a hell of a lot of trouble. And here's the other thing. There are a lot of women, particularly African-American women, who disappear in this country who nobody gives a flip about. Sure. And it does, it does no favors for this real problem of, we care if white women disappear. We don't particularly care generally as a society. It's just true. If black women are abducted, they, we, there's much less publicity. And then, so when you have a black woman who is staging an abduction, does no, it does no... It does no favors to the cause. Yeah, it does yes. no favors to the cause. And then Travis King, he's 23. He was about to be discharged, flown back. He had troubles in the service. Okay. And he was about to be discharged, flown back and uh, dishonorably, let's be honest. <laughs> And he decided that North Korea was a better option, evidently. So did he defect or did he? No, he, 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 he joined a tour group. He was flown, according to reports, he was, he was flown to the place where you leave from. Uh, I'm not that familiar with my Korean geography, north or south, to be clear. And, uh, and then he was like, he joined a tour group, evidently. And then he like... When he got close to the line, he ran across the line. Yeah. And they was taken into custody by the North Koreans. Yeah. To me, like, this is like the— And it's a bad choice. But again, then you go to a place of empathy. Because, like, would you rather Well, he's clearly insane. He's clearly, again, mentally— You would not—you wouldn't choose— Even, even honestly, let's imagine the choice were coming back to the United States and being imprisoned for 10 years, which was not the case. He wasn't being charged with any—right? Would you pick— Prison for 10 years, chance of early parole, whatever, or North Korea. Oh, because it's basically the same. Yeah, but you don't know when North Korea, maybe North Korea will let you. You don't know when North Korea is going to let you out. And which is better, a North Korea? Well, I'm saying like you're basically in prison either way. You're you're Uh, certainly basically in prison either way. I think you got to, I think you got to go with door number one. Like there's, everything I've read about Lil' Kimmy, like I'm not exactly... Lining up to... You'd come back and go to American prison. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd take my chances there. Uh, Back to the world of sports, because we Mm. like to stick strictly to the world of sports here on this show. Don't want anyone to to think we ever stray. Um, Saquon Barkley Mm. is a real threat, given his recent interviews. He is a real threat to take this year off from your beloved New York Giants. Believe it or not... I do not believe that because I think this all falls in Clearly line. Not by the way, he what he what he said was, I might have to. Like that's that's his not op- the kind like, of he thing said, you like, say. What is my leverage? What am I going to do? I might yeah. have to. That's not that is not that is not how you sound if you're going to. Well, and further, as Florio from Pro Football Talk has reported, like there's the there's a collection of running backs that like have a group chat, and they've basically decided their course of action is like they're going to go public and they make a lot of noise. To me, this falls in line with making a lot of noise. Does he have? Does he have right to be upset? Sure, but in the end, like, what, are you what telling me he's really not? Want, by the way, what team are you on? Are you team uh, Giants management or are you team Saquon Barkley? 
in terms of the in terms of the not not team just Giants in terms of this management. Dist- you are. I think uh, Vince Williams, listener of the show, yesterday said it great. Said it perfectly. It's like we love to have sympathy. We love to have sympathy for all the running backs, and then as soon as it comes for your time to pay one, nope, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 no. That's the thing. As a fan, it's just true. You want everyone else's team, everyone else's Correct. players to get paid, but you do know that every dollar they pay one player, they don't have to give to another player. So I want all of the Buffalo Bills to be on sub-market contracts. Like, I, I, I want Josh Allen to be on a cheap contract. Like, I, I don't want him to get what he deserves. I don't want any of them to get what they deserve so, because there's less money for everybody else, and I can't – you can't be adding – Well, it is a hard salary cap. It's a hard salary cap. What doesn't go to one player is there to go to another player. The other thing is uh, – I can't remember who's – there was a tweet – there was a tweet of, of every Super Bowl champion since – 2009 and their leading rusher, Jeff, there was no running back that was paid more than, I think it was two and a half million dollars. Really? That was the team's leading rusher. Like you can bemoan, you can bemoan the reality, but the truth is like teams have decided they want to rent running backs. Right. And they are doing it and they are smart to do that. Correct. They have short if, shelf lives. Here's the like, truth. If you were a general manager, you would do that. Yes. If you were the first, if you were the general manager who'd go running out and pay a running back 17 million bucks, you'd be an idiot. Correct. And I don't think it helps that, like, w- when we went through the stretch of giving running backs a bunch of money, like, they were largely, like, embarrassing contracts. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. Um, gladdened your heart to see NFL teams starting to report? Believe it or the not. The Jets have reported. I need practice footage. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's one thing to watch them walking in, and yes, okay. it's better than nothing. You can Let's agree on honest. that. Yesterday, we had Michael Clemens. I think he's like a fourth round pick, second round, second a second year guy, fourth round pick. Like, I'm vaguely because I'm a draft guy. I remember him when he came out, but he walked into camp wearing no shirt. Fourth round pick. God nailed it. And we're holding a barbed wire, a, a bat, a baseball bat mm-hmm. that had barbed wire wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And I see it bring, conjures up Dylan Brooks to me a little bit, like the shirtless thing, right? But even Dylan didn't have a baseball bat. Now he's a football player. But a defensive tackle, too. I'm in on this. You want yeah, no, your yeah, defensive totally. tackle yeah. to be shirtless no, with a baseball, it's with part a of barbed like, baseball bat. Like when Aaron Donald, like, fights knives you know he like goes up against knives barehanded like i'm in on that that's what i want my defensive players to be insane this is is basically uh jets by the way in addition to that you know they haven't done that well with uh a lot of noise about the the jets this offseason i haven't heard they just traded Denzel Mims to the Lions for nothing, essentially. Whatever. I think they I think, traded it a, like, they traded a seventh round pick along with Denzel Mims and got a fifth or sixth back or something. Like it was nothing. Denzel Mims was a second round pick out of Conditional Baylor. sixth. Yeah, a conditional sixth, right? And they just traded what's his name from Ole Miss. They uh, uh, uh the Jets just traded uh Elijah Moore. Uh, Elijah Moore. They are like he was also a second round pick. So they actually haven't been like they haven't been so great. At, uh, at loading up. Now, they've been drafting high, and so uh, they have a, some talented players um, well, on their roster. They have to go sign Aaron Rodgers' friends. 
Um, and now they had, but uh, Denzel Mims goes to the Lions. So that happened as well. I'm trying to decide who's the bigger threat to my beloved Buffalo Bills. First of all, I heard someone making the case for the Patriots the other day. Uh, some NFL Matt Stark. <laughs> no, some NFL analyst, basically saying they had they were they had the best defense in the NFL last year. They actually yes they had the a, end of the yeah the totally putrid dysfunctional offense without an offensive coordinator, and they still won seven games. Like you can say all you want that Bill Belichick hot seat all this stuff whatever, but they're still they and so all you have to do is have a credible offense this year. And why can't they win ten? Okay, or nine, or nine, nine or ten. Like they sucked last year offensively, and they won seven. Yeah, it still boils down to like, do you believe in Mac Jones? I don't have to believe in him to win a Super Bowl. Do I believe in him to be good enough to win ten games, given everything going perfectly around him? Do I believe in in uh, 